Cool. Hey, how are you going? Good. So, who have you got with us today? Hello. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, good. Good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. You're in London as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Southwest London. Nice, nice. How is um, lockdown two treating you? A lot better than lockdown one, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, okay. definitely. Definitely. Really I mean, to be honest, lockdown one, yeah. that was a little bit crazy. Mm. A lot of mental breakdowns. But lockdown mm -hmm. two is a lot smoother. It just, to be honest, it doesn't really feel like a lockdown doesn't does okay. it yeah i agree but the first one was was really odd wasn't it it was like it, just so many things so many questions like how's this even possible i didn't think we'd ever go through this kind of thing in 20 in 2020 or any time after 1950 i don't know i just feel <laughs> possible um yeah just such a crazy mix and then toilet paper going and hand sanitizer becoming currency um yeah, but it was quite good for running for me. I, I did a lot of running over the summer and just was out there. And I heard that we were getting a bad name, like being called Coronas or Coronas. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? I've never heard of that before. I know, right? It was so bad. So I'd, I'd always go, you know, on the street to miss out on people. But I had a few people on the pavement go, stay back, six metres, six metres. I was like, oh, six feet. But yeah, don't worry, I'm not coming near you. Yeah. You know, in one of the Facebook groups, um, I saw a lady post up that she went running a couple of weekends ago and a hiker, like she ran past and then they actually put up their walking stick as she was running past. And they were like, you have to stay this far away from me. Oh, wow. my gosh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I've heard all kinds of stories, like people barging into people from um, mm. me, and, me and Ray know each other through a running club, uh, Queen's Park Harriers. and couple of people from there have said that they've had like hard time um one girl was running up primrose hill recently and mm -hmm. you know doing hill repeats a guy was sitting on the bench at the top and he uh he said to her you shouldn't be in this park you know running you've got you're like spreading all the germs and she's she like i'm doing the same as you are here we're just chilling out yeah i think there was this study a while back about runners and and our capacity to aerosolize and that it could spread further than, I don't know, a few meters, about six meters. I think that's what has probably been widely spread and, and caused right. the, the kind of um, notoriety that we are, are potentially facing, or you know, which is a shame because yeah, it really is. You know, we we just trying to do what we enjoy and what keeps us healthy, right? You know, I know there's been an uptick in people who are running and started running for the first time, which I welcome as long as they keep safe and kind of follow the etiquette, that's all good and keep, you know, prevent injuries. But you know, I can't see a problem with more people out there running, to be fair. I encourage it. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely seeing more people out there. And I suppose the, um, the gyms being closed means people have to do something. So it's been quite good. Mm -hmm. uh, I reckon for the whole running world, there's a lot more going on. Mm -hmm. It kind of be interesting to see if that translates into long-term commitment with running clubs or even with events when they open back up where we, we see more people trying to vie for places in, in, in the majors or our, you know, our regular races. Sure. How did you guys meet them? Was it through running related events? Uh, how did we meet Ray? We met at the Asics Run Club London. 
Oxford Street. Was that? Must have been there. No, I thought it. No, the London Relay, wasn't it? Sorry. Oh my good gosh. Yeah, London Relay twenty. Uh, two, three years ago. I don't yeah, remember. Yeah. 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 Nice. Sorry. London Relay. Oh, and then it's London we, Relay. Yeah. I don't think I've heard of it. Okay, the London Relay um, was uh, over a month. People could run a five or 10K loop starting at um, City Hall uh, and around kind of the Millennium Bridge for the 5K and back over Tower Bridge or down to Westminster Bridge, was it? Um, How's the Parliament yeah. and back for the, for the, for the 10K? Um, and doing that, hopefully raising money for charity as well, a few good charities. And that was 30 days of running and also 30 nights of running. So <laughs> people are encouraged to run every hour on the hour. So people would be running by themselves or with teams and passing a baton. And that was the, the relay and it culminated in a, a big kind of, lots of us, a big stage of runners, maybe a few hundred runners running the same stage and bringing home the back yeah was was it a world record attempt i think I so yeah no no that's no you're right world record attempt so that was where oh, we no. met how many people was the world record then uh, i think the attempt was what the world's longest continuous relay over 30 days wow. yeah so effectively keeping the baton in motion um and not putting it down for that amount of time and also i guess covering however many laps it did. Was it a sponsored event? Was it something through ASICS or? It was before, I think it was before I became a front runner. The t-shirts were collected from ASICS and I think, yes, I think it was ASICS sponsored by ASICS. Um, a, I think maybe LucasAid as well and a, a cereal bar brand, which is- Right, we've got cool. two answers there. So I could edit it there or edit it there. <laughs> Or <laughs> in for fun. <laughs> Believe it, and it's all right. I won't get perfect for that. Yeah. Um, so uh, the thing that we like the most about running um, is is that like it's just so kind of eclectic, isn't it? You can do it on your own. You can do it with others in so many different ways. Um, what was it that kind of got you into running and and has kept you running? Um, I think this year it's changed a lot for me. Mm, so mm -hmm. like for now it's just a matter of getting outside enjoying fresh air just get your body moving mm -hmm. and just more for mental well-being whereas previously like i was really into attending all of these races and getting you know the best time that you could but now honestly i don't care about that anymore yeah. it's just getting outside and just enjoying nature basically mm. yeah trying not to get injured so you're able to go out once a day for that kind of thing yeah it? yeah yeah <laughs> That's what everyone was saying. Lockdown two is coming. Don't push yourself too much because you just want to be able to run still. Yeah. Are you an Adidas runner? Um, Adidas was one of the first. Is it a running club? One of the first kind of running clubs that I've joined in London. It kind okay. of introduced me to a lot of the like I found out through of other running groups in London through Adidas okay. runners. Mm -hmm. Nice. When did you go? Did you go with like James Poole and those guys back then? I think I joined maybe about two years ago. Was Io one of the captains then? Yeah. 
Yeah, he still is. Yeah, yeah, he still is. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember I started around. I think he told me about it, so I went down. He was already like one of the big names, getting at the front of the coffee line in the morning. Um, but it was like James Pool and a girl called Claudia, who I think does oh, yeah. North Face. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, she has her We Are Daybreak crew now, doesn't she? Oh, oh, cool. What's that? Is that like trail stuff? Yeah, I think it's a mix, mostly trail. Yeah, nice. Um, yeah, because I love the Adidas stuff, although it was um, a crazy time in the morning. I'd leave, leave home in the dark, go down there, get that coffee, do the run. But it was always worth it. So much fun. Yeah. I mean, I was introduced to the Adidas because they have a studio based in Brick Lane. Yeah. And that's the women's only studio. And that's where I started going. So I started at the women's studio and they have free classes, which is great. Um, and it was just, you know, massively supportive. And then through that, I, I then plucked up the courage to go to their main sessions where it was just more of a mixture of different abilities. And mm -hmm. it was a bit scary at first, because obviously when you first, like when you're new to running club, it's quite overwhelming. And it was something that I originally hated because you, you get there, you don't know anybody, you don't know who to talk to, if people talk to you. <laughs> um, but you know, it was, it was good. It was fine. It was a welcoming bunch. And it's just very, quite varied sessions because I have a few sessions on during the week. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Oh yeah. But we were talking about this just before with my yeah, first running club. I, I love park run and I was doing a lot of that, but joining Queen's Park Harriers, I was like, oh, I don't know, I've never run on a track before. And I got there late as well. I got the bus there, even though it was only a mile away from my house. I didn't know how to get there. So I got the bus, got there late, saw them all over the other side, like warming up. And I was like, oh God, do I go over there? Went over and they were all doing these warm-ups. I was like, how do I do these skips? Um, but you know, by the end of the session, I was like, I'm coming back every week. This is so good. <laughs> and uh, that's awesome that Adidas had that uh, ability or that entry level to, to make you feel welcome. So you come in through those classes or those, those um, sessions and then join the other ones. I really like that they identified that as an issue. So that's, that's awesome. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it just kind of gave me a bit more confidence. And from that, I started joining other clubs around London. And then yeah. that's when I started going to Essex and then I saw, I saw Ray more often. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you do uh, wrong <laughs> <laughs> haven't been able to get rid of them since you know <laughs> Thank you. So, um, which, which other crews were, were, if you are you you know running with or have you been running with um oh it feels like such a long time now tenzing uh-huh tenzing run club um that i think that was set up by james paul yeah yeah um, yeah. What other ones did I used to go to? Asics, obviously. Mm -hmm. I think that was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Have you tried any of the traditional run clubs or kept more to the crew? I kept more to the crews because the, the run clubs, I think they're on a whole other level. They're, they seem to be a bit more serious. Yeah, that's always the way, isn't it? It seems more serious, but I think I think that's just because of the way that they've, they've they've come about particularly in this country like they've they're so you know they were male predominantly male um 
dominated and they've got their real procedures and they're always on the track but um but actually you can find some that are so much fun i mean if you're in south london clapham chasers are an amazing group that are huge um you know they've got some gb athletes all the way through to doing like get into 5k type things um anyone i've met from them has always been really welcoming but i know what you mean they've got a vest you pay to go along there's usually a track involved and it yeah it's daunting isn't it but that's massively daunting that's why i think run crews are so good and um adidas run them crew um all those guys because i went to one called uh, chasing lights was my first one because oh yeah yeah i've been to chasing lights and yeah. run them as well yeah how could yeah. i forget them oh my god <laughs> yeah right i know i forgot about them <laughs> is the guy called nav is it nav yeah, yeah it was started by um the other guy um chevy wasn't it and then and then nav um kind of took it over and it's they're they're like the epitome for me of like um friendly running people who just want to do it for the for the good of it yeah yeah it's it's a whole different vibe for chasing lights because it's just they focus a lot on breathing don't they yeah yeah they yeah. do i could i can kind of agree with both of you um when i joined the harriers very welcoming but I found it so daunting. And I thought I'd done quite a bit of running before I joined, but seeing them being so technical, everybody kind of knew what they were doing. It was a track, like you're saying, um, Sam, first time on the track. So it was tough, but it became part of the family and it, it was good. Um, I do think that, like, like you're saying, Sam, it's inherently competitive and people graduate from clubs to become professional athletes it's just how it is um and i, I do like the way that crews have kind of uh, kind of bridged the gap between being a beginner to being a, a club runner it's kind of a middle ground where you know people can connect on yeah whether it's geography um a social artistic interests whatever and just run and I, think, I think that's that's really good and another one to mention is backpackers shout out to them they're really welcoming and and, and you know supportive yeah are they, are they the chasing lights group as well was that through a, yeah another one yeah. set up yeah through chasing lights yeah. yep i never managed to get into random crew I got an invite from Charlie once and he said, come down next Tuesday. I was like, oh, I've got something on next Tuesday. But I was, I, re I almost got in. They, they look like, <laughs> yeah, I remember going to their website and they were like, you, you, you can't come along. You have to be invited. I was like, this is cool. I want to be invited so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that how it works? You have to be invited. I think that was just their website when they were like, um, you know, uh, initially there was a lot of interest because he had done some Nike adverts and I remember it becoming quite popular. So I think they just put that on there. So not loads of people turned up because whenever I met them, they were more than welcoming. Like if you, mm -hmm. you knew where to go, you could be a, you could be a part of it. So yeah, <laughs> definitely not like elitist at all. It was, it was welcoming, but just like, Oh, we've only got a room this size to start the, mm -hmm. start the run. So that's why he set up. I think he pushed out like, as he called them his chargers there was chevy mm -hmm. there was um the guy bit beefy who's now running like track mafia and mm -hmm. he's one of the nike ambassadors um mm -hmm. if you ever go down to paddington wreck on a thursday evening he's there like shouting knees up knees up knees up i love it 
You're great, great coach. Um, yeah, so I think I think uh, so much time for those run crews. I think they've done an amazing thing for the sport. Yeah. Run them as well. Shout out to them because they have the best cheer zone for the London Marathon. Oh, isn't it's it? One big party. <laughs> oh, you know, I was running with a my second London Marathon. I was running through that cheer zone and I've been with the pacer. I was sticking to him like glue and I was like, yeah, I need I, I need to stay with this guy. He's like on point. And there was 10K to go, isn't it, where the cheer zone is. Mm. <laughs> I was just like blown away by it all because it's so much fun, isn't it? And then looked around and I was like, where's that pacer gone? Have I just lost him? <laughs> and he was behind me like a good bit. So I thought, right, I'm just going to keep at this pace and I'm going to pay for it later. But now, you know, it was so good, isn't it? They, they, those guys really put something, put something on, don't they? Yeah, definitely some magic. And did we mention Midnight Runners? Ah, uh, yeah. I've only met a couple of them, but I've never been to a session. Are they good? I've only ever met them in France. <laughs> But um, I didn't realize I didn't realize they were over here as well. But yeah, they seem pretty cool. Yeah, they're worldwide, aren't they? They they kind of I think one of them wears a backpack, so a loud kind of running backpack, and everybody kind of follows the tunes. Yeah, yeah, I, I've seen them run through um, London before because mm -hmm. they have stops every so often, and they do some strength and conditioning exercises, don't they, along their runs? Okay. And there is, yeah, somebody like with a big boom box. Yeah. Oh, they do it during their run. That's what I saw because my friend in Paris to show me videos of like 60 people doing press ups. And I thought that was at the end of their run, but that's invariably during their run. Oh, I think but... it's during. I'm not too sure. Okay. <laughs> so I've got a question for you guys. What is your favorite time of the day to run? Jennifer? <laughs> I, I would need time say yeah, it depends exactly. what kind of run session I'm doing oh good answer that's so true isn't it because if you're doing like a harder session for me the morning is so tough I feel like yeah I'm just croaky like oh don't don't let me but I've got a mate who will not do sessions in the evening he's like he feels a bit like a bit sick um he feels better in the morning he always does his running in the morning but yeah so funny isn't it the way that's different what about like yeah. an easy one? You prefer them in the morning, like a Sunday morning run? Like easy ones, easy short ones in the morning. Although sometimes in the evening, you know, after work, it's just nice to be out, mm. get moving. Um, like if I'm doing a session, like speed sessions, then that's usually afternoon or evenings. But mornings is usually just either a long run or just a short one, easy pace. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, Ray? OK. Um, Sunday long runs are always good, but I do miss lunchtime runs. It's a lunchtime speed session mm. to kind of re-energize myself for the back end of the day or the back of the second part of the day. And also, my body's loosened up. I've been moving. And it's kind of hard to kind of turn up full tilt yeah in the morning it's a Loosen bit like up my body babe. <laughs> <laughs> i can hear that little... going on there mm -hmm. yeah it's a you know the, the hips are a bit tight the um the arms are a bit the lungs aren't ready to go but around about yeah. lunchtime is ready to go i never do them at lunchtime you know apart from the weekends i maybe do like a late saturday one sometimes 11 or 12 o'clock so that's mm -hmm. quite nice 
I used to always do parkrun like it was part of my fabric of my week. There was nothing <laughs> getting around that. But yeah, <laughs> different now. I can't wait for it to come back. But I'm I'm six short of my 250 guys. Wow. And then it stopped. I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> That is something, 200, what, 250, 260? 50, yeah, you get that other t-shirt with the racing green. I know all about the t-shirts. <laughs> so, so this is consistent week in, week out then? Oh, uh, yeah. You've been so on, I went, you've been, I went first yeah. in um, mid to late uh, 2013 mm -hmm. and, and obviously had like bits off here and there for things, but yeah, it's basically five years. Yeah, so that'd be 2018 plus all those bits that you miss out on because you can never do. I mean, there's a couple of people who've done like 500 or 1,000, but they must just plan their holidays like Wednesday to Wednesday. I'd all, or always go to a place with a park run. I mean, I have yeah. done that. I've chosen park holidays because there's a park run. <laughs> <laughs> My stag do last year, we went to, um, it was either Poland or Ireland. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay, guys, you can plan everything, but I'm going to choose the place because of the park run. So I checked Ireland, Kerry, Cork, looked all right. But then there was one in Gdańsk in Poland. I was like, yeah. we're going there. We're going there. <laughs> <laughs> Friday night, got there, really drunk, two in the morning, got back to this hostel and I set my alarm and everyone else was sleeping. Quarter to nine, we woke up and I was like shaking everyone, jumped in a taxi. We were there at nine o'clock and they were giving me like a, uh, welcome in Polish because they knew it was my um, stag do. So yeah. glad I did that. I love parkrun. That is dedication. Uh, commitment. Well done. <laughs> I did dress up as a prawn running around, um, <laughs> running around this this beach area in Poland. <laughs> I'll send you guys some photos sometime. Yeah, I'd um, love to see that one. Do you ever do the park run challenge where you have to go to a place um, that started with the alphabet? So it's like ABC, every every week you go to a different park run. Yeah, I no, I haven't, but I've met people who have done that. And there's like, I mean, park run gets quite, uh, quite deep, doesn't it? It's quite culty sometimes. <laughs> there's people yeah. who, if you do that, that alphabet challenge, there's some snood that you get. People wear it around their wrist normally. And it's, it's like the buff things. And yeah. uh, it's black and yellow, and it's not even anything to do with parkrun. It's another group mm -hmm. of people. As soon as you do an A to Z, you go on that Facebook group, prove it, and then they send you a free um, buff. Oh, it's pretty culty. <laughs> I haven't done it. Done it. Yeah. But we Would do. You, me and my wife do have an Excel sheet that says all the um, park runs we've done. We're like, we go somewhere and we're like, oh, there's another M. Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> What's the count then on that Excel sheet? How many do you have on there? I don't know. I feel like we obviously haven't got X because that's um, either Exeter or somewhere in, I think somewhere in Poland as well as an X. Was that, yeah. that Z? Um, uh -huh. Well, I think we've got... <laughs> I think we've got about 10 to go. So pretty poor mm -hmm. actually compared to some of the real diehards. We just do our local one quite a lot here in uh, Northwest London. There's one called Gladstone Park and it's uh, it's good. It's a bit hilly, but it's, um, it's a friendly community. 
right now. It's... Yeah, it's a bit hilly. Let's just say, Jennifer, it, you you run, and then you go over a train line, a hump, and then you go up a hill, and then you come back down, and I think you go up the hill again, <laughs> and then you go up to another hill, and you go down and around and back, and it's pretty much. And then you do it one more time because it's two laps. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So basically when you're sprinting, I always found I never actually ever caught my breath. Sam, I'm sure you know, you've mastered it now, but no, that hill just, I'm like (sighs) something about having to go on the incline and the pace just, and they could never, never master it. I think, I think you never get there, do you? Because you always push yourself to that next level. Yeah. You all, uh, hills are just a different thing, aren't they? Mm, Yeah. um, during the summer for the lockdown, I was like, right, I'm not doing any speed sessions. I'm just going to do more miles. I want to try and push up my mileage. I'd got to like 100K weeks and I'd seen some of the elite people are doing like 160. So I thought, how close can I get to 160? And I'm working from home. I can do some double days. And I pushed up 10K extra a week, no speed sessions, but I did mm. do hills. And I swear yeah. the hills were the thing that then helped a couple of races that came back and I was like oh I'm feeling quite fit actually this is good and I think it's just running around Hampstead Heath running around Gladstone it's it's like speed sessions in disguise isn't it because you just yeah oh nothing ever prepares you for that feeling when you're just (laughs) dead at the top of a hill and you're like oh and there's um there's a guy at our club Jennifer called uh, he's he's like he is the club you know when when Queen's Park Harriers died down in the 90s he was one of eight members that still kept going and he was the, he was the president he's from New Zealand and um he's also run every single London marathon ever he's one of the ever presents and um yeah like he is yeah an absolute beast when it comes to running when you look at his, some of his times but he's, uh, he's 73 now I think and he says to me always when you get to the top of the hill Sam you've got to run faster on the other side yeah <laughs> I can't run faster once I come oh over. Oh my god, my knees hurt just thinking about that. <laughs> and he's he makes sense because if you look at your heart, if you've got a heart rate, you look at yourself and you're like, oh yeah, my heart rate is actually coming down. Mm. It's just I still feel that hill. But so mm-hmm. so that was his tactic to always keep pushing after the hill rather than um rather than off, like yeah. getting off and yeah, it makes sense. But at the time you couldn't tell me to. I'd be like, I'm chilling, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, he's 73 and he's done all the London marathons. Oh, he's he's an amazing runner. Yeah, he's he's done some incredible things. If you if you get caught in the corner of a pub with him, he will tell you so many amazing stories. He loves it. He just loves running and and he's uh yeah, he's he's one of the legends of the sport. I think he did a lot with the London Olympics when it was here in 2012. Mm-hmm. He's at every event and um and I guess yeah, 1981 I think it was. He, um, he did his first London Marathon and just happened to keep doing every one and it whittled down to hundreds of people. And then now I think it's only nine or 11 of them, something like that. A handful, yeah. It's, it's so few and they meet up every year, have a little dinner and then go down and do the London Marathon. So this year for the virtual one, they all still did their London Marathon. And he went up, he was, he was in Finchley area and he did his London Marathon legend. Oh, it's amazing. So, yeah. um, what's your favorite race 
and why? Start with Jennifer. What has been your favorite race and why? My favorite race is one of the ones that I found you in the crowds, Ray, in Paris. Okay. Paris to Versailles. Yeah. Hands down, that was my favorite to date because it's my first international one abroad. Mm-hmm. And I just really enjoyed it. That sounds awesome. Yeah, so it was a point-to-point one. You went from Paris to Versailles. Yeah, yeah, it was six, 16 kilometers, wasn't it, Ray? Yeah, I'm just a bit intrigued why you liked it so much. It was a very challenging race. I th- yeah, that hill, oh my God. So the first, what, four or five kilometers, it was flat. Mm-hmm slightly mm-hmm. downhill but then from the fifth or sixth kilometer onwards it was just non-stop yes. up and it was crazy wow but yeah i really enjoyed it though i think it was mm-hmm. just like the challenge of because i didn't really do many hills previously mm-hmm. so that was a massive struggle but once you're over it you felt mm-hmm. great yeah yeah and i think the combination of road and trail was really good yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was a lot of fun. Glad. All right, Sam, you're up next. Um, I, yeah, the one that springs to mind is um, is Chicago Marathon. I, I really enjoyed that, partly because the city was so great. We went with a good group of friends and um, the pizza was amazing. So if you ever go there, wow, it's it's like a pie. It is incredible. Great for after marathon. Um, and yeah, I, I, I felt really good coming into it. I, I kind of targeted at that point, I felt like I was in about two hours 50 shape, which was which was mm-hmm. good. Like that would be a big PB for like six minutes. So I'd done the training for that. And just the week, two weeks before I went into Bristol half marathon, and I just felt mm-hmm. so good. I was like, maybe I should go for 245 because 245 for guys my age is a championship time. So you get mm-hmm. a start at London Marathon um, and it's like a club championship. And there were two guys from our club that were doing that. So I was like, wouldn't that be fun? I mean, it's five minutes quicker. So that's really tough. But why not try? And then if I don't, I'll do like 253 maybe. Even three, three hours, it's great. I'll be happy with it. But at least I tried. So went off the buildings were so big that my watch was just all over the place um, but I had a pace band so I just started mm-hmm. looking at the pace band every mile and I always ran in kilometers it was so weird because I ran in kilometers yeah. the miles were just ticking off and I was like oh wow I'm halfway there already <laughs> whoa by 10k I'd caught up with the time that I'd kind of lost in the buildings because it was all over the mm-hmm. place my mind was all over the place and um, I just then ticked it off. Like I was within five, 10 seconds, every single kilometer until the last five or six. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I remember feeling great. And I was like, wow, how am I feeling so good? This is so weird. Am I sure? Is my maths right? And someone was on the side of the road with two beers and he went, have a beer, have a beer. And that, then I started feeling like sick because I was thinking about the beer. And I remember from there, I was yeah. like, oh, this is tough. And the last bit, you just go straight down, quite long road. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it was just so tough. Um, we got to the last 1K and there were two guys next to me. And I turned to them and I was like, we're going to do under 245. And they just looked at me like I was speaking another language. Maybe maybe I was and they, they weren't. <laughs> and they looked at me like, 
who is this guy? But then I realized afterwards they were elite and they'd slowed down. So I was like, this is amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> Running. And I felt great. And then I got to the final bit and you got up the slight hill. Honestly, I know it sounds, if you saw it, you'll be like, this isn't even a hill. But at the end of a marathon where it's been flat, 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 it was, it was just like, oh. And, um, and I had 20, 19 seconds to spare. I got in 244.41 and that was like wow. elation. I was so happy. I talked to everyone on the other side of the line. I was patting myself on the back and I was talking to everyone like, I'm so well done. We've done a great job. I'm still friends with one of the guys on Strava. We chat every now and then who I met on that finish line. <laughs> Whoa. But yeah, that was a good, that was a good race. How about you, Ray? Oh gosh, it's a tough one. It's close between Barbados and Nice Can. Oh, Barbados. Um, mm-hmm. Um, Barbados, just for the the whole challenge of it, it was, you know, you start about five o'clock in the morning, but by the time the sun comes up about nine o'clock, nine a.m., it's about 30 degrees, blazing wow. sun. So to do a marathon in that was the most challenging, but that was really enjoyable. But the Nice Can, point to point, um, challenging, uh, 80% along the coast, palm trees, um, just great support along the way, um, great um, aid spots with uh, fruit and, and drinks, etc. And a great kind of um, finish on the boulevard in Cannes. So you start at Promenade Anglais in Nice and end up in Cannes. And it's pretty, pretty good, I must say. That's yeah, that, that was mine. I, I think just the whole kind of melody ran it as well. We ran together on that one one year, but the one I ran by myself, I didn't know anybody that year, but it was just a good vibe. And it was, yeah, yeah it was just good. You know, it was really, really cool because they've got like um, Angus and Mare, so on sea. So just like, I was thinking, imagine me running in England, like, Hartley Pool on sea or whatever. It's just like, <laughs> but it's the Riviera. You know, it's just, it's, it's it. nothing to them, but it's the French Riviera. There's palm trees, there's there's yachts, there's this and that. It's just kind of really nice. Kind of Nice from these. And nice how far is that? Is that? Is that marathon distance? That's a marathon distance, but there's an option to do it as a relay. So people can do it, I think, uh, six or four legs um but yeah and it's so the relay is still covering the marathon distance absolutely yeah it's a point to point so logistically people have to make sure they're in the the right places because it is a point to point but yeah that was was great that was just enjoyable and that was a it was a wind against me as well so that was my pb it's one of those races you know when you do a race and everything seems to go well that was that one where things went well and didn't fall apart. I was still running at the end and there was no limping, but there are other times when things do fall apart. You, mit- you underestimate the, the nutrition or the hydration or the, or the salt or whatever you, your thing is and you know it doesn't go to plan, so yeah. yeah. Awesome, that sounds really good. I've went to the south of France for the first time um, last year and I was like wow mm-hmm. how have I not been this place before it's ridiculous yeah, it, 
it it is cool. I mean, I want to tick off the Saint Tropez race, Saint Tropez marathon. Um, Toulouse is a great one as well. Mm. Speak to Alban about that one. That's a really good marathon to do. Just all along the all along there is, is a good stretch of of races to do because the climate's good in it. So even Montpellier is good, and oh. Marseille is another one to do. Yeah, nice one. Yeah. <laughs> so when COVID is over. We have to go and visit all of these places. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Writing these down. <laughs> yeah. Thoughts on running with music? Do you do you run with music? Do you not run with music? Does it help? Do you run with podcasts? Do you like to listen to your breathing? What what's you know how do you how do you how do, what do you do? I personally can't run with music. It just affects my pace too much. I end up always trying to match the pace. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Running to the beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always, I always catch myself doing that. So I just either run with nothing, so I'm just listening to myself breathing, or a podcast. Yeah, do you listen to podcasts? Yeah. What's your What's your favorite? What do you What do you have on? Um, I actually listen to Bad Boy Running at the moment. I've heard of if him. You know that one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's good. David Hellard. <laughs> nice yeah that's cool I've, I've only heard the name but i haven't i haven't checked them out but yeah nice that's really cool there's um there's one in australia called the inside running podcast that i listen to and they um they talk about what they've been running on strava and then they talk about running news that week and they've got a few features but yeah i think um similar to you i don't really listen to music i like listening to the radio on the way, like for, for my commute, I always used to just put on the radio because I quite like Greg James. He's always funny. Um, and then Nick Grimshaw on the way home. So I quite like a bit of news, bit of music. Although <laughs> like when you're doing like a marathon training block, you just get all the same songs. So you listen to the A-list all the time. Um, but podcasts as well, completely agree. I really enjoy listening to people chatting because yeah, just, flies by doesn't it the time flies by yeah how about yourself Ray sorry guys let the team down here um I find it difficult to listen to podcasts and audiobooks when I'm running because I zone out so I I stop listening at some point yeah which is kind of really bad Uh, it's a bad habit but I generally listen to house music I find that house music has the right tempo to run to almost for me you know yeah you're never never going to repeat the mistake of running to drum and bass that <laughs> almost killed me <laughs> did you get a pb running of the drum and bass <laughs> yeah i got a definitely got a pb you're going to start running to trap or something you'll be like Phew. oh yeah that's it <laughs> um well i agree with that i definitely zone out with um with with uh, podcasts but that's why i like something that's quite you know they're just chatting away yeah today i've been running down the coast and i've been doing this and it's pretty pretty fucking great and, yeah. and i just like that they're just chatting away and then i come back in i'm like oh hang on what were they saying that session sounded interesting so like back 15 seconds back 15, okay there we go <laughs> but yeah, yeah. I, I i definitely relate i do that as well because sometimes you just get so into the zone mm. you just end up blanking everything out and then you just go oh yeah what was I just listening to? And you always end up going back, don't you? It's kind of nice, isn't it? It's almost meditative, which is good. Mm. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, so how yeah. long have you been running, Sam? 
I I started when I was young. I um I grew up in South Africa. I was born in South Africa and grew up there. So outside sports, all that was kind of part of life. So um ran I think from like the age of six at school doing like the cross country there, which is very different to cross country here. It's just running through the felt um, until I was 12 or 13 and then moved here. Um, and it just wasn't, just wasn't cool to run. <laughs> you know, I remember doing the 800 meters at school and, um, and it, it was just, no one came to watch. It wasn't anything like South Africa where we'd have like people sitting all on the stands watching the finish of the cross country. So started playing football, and then just found it again, like when I was about 27, I was um, living in Northwest London, working in a restaurant. My manager at the time um, said, let's do the rat race. It's like this obstacle run around uh, Batsea power station. You jump through the back of cars. And I was like, I'm going to beat you. He's like, okay, I'm going to pay for everyone to join. We all went down on the Saturday. Um, and I was like, I need to, I need to get fit. So I started running around my local park a bit. And then one Saturday morning, I was like, what, what are those people doing over there? And it was Parkrun. So ran to the end <laughs> and saw them. And I said, what are you guys doing? And they're like, oh, it's Parkrun. But how much is it? Oh, it's free. I was like, see you next week. So I just started then and then did that rat race, which was, which was, I did beat my manager, but I started way too fast. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, just carried on doing park run, joined a club after that. Really, really daunting. Exactly like you said, so, so daunting. Um, and yeah, that was 2013. So seven, seven years properly, but then got the stuff from when I was a kid, which I think that's, did help me a bit. I think it was like getting back to riding a bike. It was quite natural. Yeah. 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 How about you? Um, I did running at school. I remember doing a cross country race and I absolutely hated it. <laughs> and then I didn't actually start running. Well, you know, obviously you go to the gym and you're on the treadmill. But it was when I moved to London and then that's when I started properly getting into running. So I I attended the what's what's that? The cancer research run in January or February? Oh, the winter run? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the one. The winter yeah. run. So I entered that with zero training and that was maybe three years ago. Nice. I uh, managed to complete that and then I just caught the bug. And then from there I started entering, you know, other 10k races and I thought I better start training, do some kind of training for it. And that's when I started to look for different clubs and then I found Adidas Runners and from there, like I said, you know, found other clubs as well along the way. And then that's how I met Ray. Yeah. How about you, Ray? I don't think I've ever asked you because you were you were Queen's Park Harrier way before me, right? Wow, uh, 2013, I think. Oh, did we start around the same time? Uh, maybe I was, yeah. oh, no, I was 2014. I was, I was the summer of 2014, so you were a year before mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, um, so uh, similar to Jennifer, cross-country at school, didn't like it. Um, didn't like track at school, didn't like it. So I did run in on and off, but a lot of my training was bodybuilding and blah, blah, blah. Long story short, um, did some running to and from work. And one, one of my colleagues would run with me back from Paddington to, to, um, to Northwest London. And he said to me, why don't you run an event? And I said, run an event? 
pay to run. Why would I want to pay to run? Run all those very pretentious. <laughs> who, who does that? Anyway, so it resonated with me. It sunk in and I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a go. It's a challenge. I did the Booper London 10K. I think 2013 was my first race. And I think I did monthly or bi-weekly for the rest of the year. Drove up to Sheffield for a 10K and other things. So just, you know, Birmingham for a half marathon, just went for it. And then I think I joined Queen's Park Harriers and just loved it from there. And from there, just been running, you know, just running, got my taste, first taste of abroad, running in the States and France. And it's just been, since then, it's just been something I like doing and enjoy doing. But it's interesting, no, when I was younger, never. You know, I would never, never wanted to do it. And my, my grand says to, said to me, you have to be careful. You're not young anymore. And I just always think, yeah, but I'm not really old, but it's just, yeah, she always worried that I was pushing myself too hard. And some of my family were wondering why I was running so much, but now they get it. Ray, they get where are you from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're running from running from yourself. Sell down, you know. But no, it's they get it now. My mom said to me, "Why are you running so much? You know, it's just what is it for?" But you know, I knew I had a plan then. I wanted to to run, gain experience, become a run leader, be able to train and coach people and motivate people and give back to the community of running. So you know, it's all kind of it's kind of play, played out well. And been a great journey so far yeah it is like a bug though like you said jennifer you you get it and you're like this is quite cool i quite like this <laughs> yeah you can't quite explain it but you just once you're hooked that's it there's no going back <laughs> it is like that isn't it and then your friends at work are like um so what are you doing this weekend um gonna go for a run on saturday and then probably a long run sunday I'll, I'll do something else around that and then the next weekend comes and they're like so what do you oh you you're doing running again aren't you yeah yeah and they just stop asking <laughs> that's very true i'm gonna try a new thing this weekend i'm gonna try uh, running i think you heard about it <laughs> yeah. i spoke to someone today and they were like yeah so how's it going ray um you're still running the half marathon every weekend. And I was like, they're not exaggerating. <laughs> they're not exaggerating. What they know of me is running a half marathon every weekend. So I was like, oh, nah, not at the moment. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good, it's a, it's a, it's a healthy obsession, I think. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Literally healthy. Yeah. I mean, so obviously you can go over a bit once you're running through injuries and things like that, but <laughs> On the whole, it's it's good, and and the community thing is the thing I love the most. I think that's why I like Park Run so much because our local one is just great community, lovely people. Stick around at the end, and uh, so many funny characters that you just wouldn't meet. I would not meet them in normal day to day life, especially in London. And it's mm. such a great mix of characters as well that's just brought together through running. I was just thinking about them and there's one lady who just eats a chocolate ice cream after everyone summer winter she don't care she has her chocolate ice cream <laughs> and one guy who just comes down he's got one of the corners named after him Charles's corner that guy's there 
every week and yeah there's some great people it's it's running is a great equalizer it doesn't matter what the background is i mean some are, i've run my running groups i've run with civil servants and and kind of different people you know um parliamentary assistants and I didn't know until I started running with them and we would never ordinarily have met in real life, you know, regular life, but through running, it's just brought us together and it's really cool. Like the whole different backgrounds and different types of people. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think some of the people I've become really good friends with. And I think prior to that, I just couldn't see them just in normal everyday clothes, only in their running gear. <laughs> And so the first time I remember when I met up with them outside of running, it was like, oh, that's what you look like. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Cool. It's been awesome well, to catch up. It really has. Thank yeah. you so much, Jennifer, for being our guest. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was fun. It's good to yeah. catch up with you. Thank you. Likewise. I have to do a run once we're allowed to. Definitely. That'll be fun. Yes. Choose a park, but one without hills, okay? <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. It's been a great opportunity catching up with you. Um, so I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Bye.